future is certain, says an old Soviet joke, it's only the past that is unpredictable. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight, no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul, and today's episode is one that will most certainly offend that master of revisionist history, Russian President Vladimir Putin. That's because today we'll be exploding some myths that Mr. Putin is particularly fond of, some of which he's personally advanced himself in recent years. Let's take a look at the Great Patriotic War or what the rest of the planet calls World War II, and Russia's ongoing revision of their role in that global catastrophe. Now let me start by saying that I in no way intend to diminish the part Russia played in defeating Hitler and Nazi Germany. Their efforts on the battlefield and the sacrifice of their people during the conflict cannot be overstated. They held down a huge part of Hitler's army for two years before finally turning the tide and driving them back to Berlin. Roughly 80% of the combat in the European theater took place on the Eastern Front, and 75% of German losses occurred there. Combined military and civilian deaths on the Russian side totaled more than 26 million. To in any way minimize Russia's significance in the defeat of the scourge of Nazism, is a disservice to all of the tens of millions who sacrificed everything in the struggle. Russia, however, and Putin in particular, is not satisfied with simply accepting credit for the part they played in what was a global alliance to defeat Hitler. They have reframed their own history in ways both large and small, both to minimize the role of their allies, especially the US and Britain, and to inflate their national pride about the war to a mythic level. Let's look at a few of the myths that have resulted. If you read a history book from any typical classroom in Russia today, the first thing that jumps out at you is the period that the war covered. Most historians and history books date the war from the German invasion of Poland on September 1st, 1939 to the surrender of Japan on September 2nd, 1945. Though to be fair, the Chinese would date it beginning on September 19, 1931 with the Japanese invasion of Manchuria. Russia, by contrast, dates the war from the start of Operation Barbarossa, Germany's invasion of Russia, on June 22, 1941, to the fall of Berlin on May 2, 1945. This dating would be akin to U.S. textbooks dating World War II starting on December 7, 1941, with the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor, ignoring the fact that war had been raging in Europe, North Africa, and Asia for over two years. Now there's an important reason for this dating in the minds of many Russians, and especially Putin. The problem with acknowledging that the war began with the German invasion of Poland is inconvenient, given that on the day Germany invaded Poland from the west, Russia invaded Poland from the east. The 1939 Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact between Hitler and Stalin had formalized the agreement that they would basically divide Poland between them, 
while also allowing Russia to occupy the Baltic states of Latvia, Estonia, and Lithuania. The pact also saw Stalin send supplies and raw materials to Germany right up to Hitler's invasion of Russia, materials used in the German war effort against the United Kingdom and France. Taken in total, it could legitimately be argued that Russia was was as complicit in starting World War II as Germany was, regardless of what side they ended up on in the end. The Kremlin vehemently denied the collaborative provisions of the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact, portraying it as a simple non-aggression treaty until 1992, well after the fall of the Soviet Union. For his part, Vladimir Putin, who in 2014 signed a law making criticism of the Soviet role in the war a criminal offense, has an unpredictable past with Molotov-Ribbentrop himself. While early in his presidency he acknowledged the error of the pact, he has since made a full 180-degree turn, downplaying the pact's significance, Russia's actions as a result of it, laying blame for the appeasement of Hitler squarely on the West, and even accusing Poland of being responsible for the war's start. Even from a man who's no stranger to outrageous claims, this last one is stunning. An equally outrageous claim that seeks to rewrite history is that the USSR defeated Germany without help from anyone. According to the revisionists, the Red Army would have beaten Hitler whether the Allies had invaded occupied France and Italy or not. This is a ridiculous claim, yet one that generations of Russian schoolchildren have grown up believing is fact. Let's ignore for the moment the amount of military manpower Germany had to keep on the Western Front to prevent an invasion and then the additional resources it had to divert from the Eastern Front to deal with the invasion when it came, as well as the devastating impact on their ability to manufacture arms and other material as a result of American and British air raids. What Russia ignores and what even many Americans are totally unaware of, is that the famous Lend-Lease program that supplied vehicles, arms, planes, and other war material and supplies to Britain also sent huge quantities of the same materials to Russia throughout the war. Much is made of the efforts of the glorious socialist workers to provide guns, planes, and tanks for the Red Army, yet the following numbers are totally ignored. The United States provided roughly 12 to 15 percent of the equipment of Soviet armored troops, 10 to 15 percent of Soviet planes, over 30 percent of the ships in the Soviet Navy, 43 percent of the tires, 18 percent of the aviation fuel, and an astounding 70 percent of the transport vehicles of the Soviet Army, including 20,000 Studebaker trucks for the Soviet artillery. The Lend-Lease also provided enough food to feed a 10 million man army for the entire war. So yeah, Russia could have won all by themselves. As a side note, while Britain finally paid off its Lend-Lease debt in 2006, Russia has yet to pay theirs. Mr. Putin, you can make that check out to the United States Treasury, if you please. So those are just a few of the myths about the Great Patriotic War. Ignoring the contributions of all the Allies does not advance a more peaceful or enlightened world. 
and it does no justice to the memory of the 26 million fallen Russians to alter the history of the war to make Russia look better. Their sacrifice speaks for itself. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you're finding this podcast both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll help us create more content and go a long way toward making this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again.